It's the Redemption Road Trip with Dana Vaudray and Pio Ture on Radio Live. So next up we're going to meet a couple, uh, Jesse and Kat, yep. O'Brien, and their three kids. And I think you and Jesse are going to get on really well. You reckon? Yeah, he's hard case. Right, highly intelligent, obviously. <laughs> yeah, you know, very good looking. Yeah, right, we can talk <laughs> at a level, um, you know. He's a muso and I know that, you know, you love music. Yep. And I've met them um, a couple of times, but I'm really excited about going in their home and um, talking about fostering and um, opening their home to other kids. Well, they must be special if they're doing that. So, do you guys actually, have you met this young lady before? Mm-hmm. We have, yeah. Um, I've, I was on Studio 2 a couple of times way back in the day when Dana was... Mm. Um, was rocking Studio Two. It would have been like 12, 13 years. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Because yeah, New Zealand Idol was um, thirteen years ago, and then eleven years ago. And then Facebook. Yep. And the Facebook thing now. brings everyone together. Yeah, 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 totally, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel so left out. Well, oh, you. I was to say you're one of those people. Yes, I am. Right. Yes. We can change We've been that. trying to get to know you for years, but you're like, <laughs> yeah, stop. every time we turn up, you disappear off to India on an intrepid journey or something. <laughs> I knew you'd say that. <laughs> but actually, we, we talked probably about six months ago about fostering. That's right, and on the radio. Yeah, mm. and, and you talked about your home and you talked about all the photos you had of kids yes. that had actually been part of your family yeah. and been in your home. And I just thought, at some point, we need to come and visit. And I want to, you know, see these photos and hear more about fostering in the story. So it's really good yeah, to be yeah. able to be here today. It's awesome to have you. here. <laughs> Me and my brother adopted. Oh, wow. Ah. So quite often in a Maori uh, environment, they mm. have a thing called whanau. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, that's Which right. Which you all know about because yep, you're uh, sure. a white brother from Dedean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got to go natural. on. natural. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So whanau, but my, yes, but I've had mates of mine who have adopted mm. and come to me and says, oh, you know, what do you reckon, what do you reckon? I says, bro, I had the best, best childhood Yeah, mm. yeah, 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 right. Wow. Fostering's different, but it's still no, a, same it's, I think, I think the same of total aroha. Yeah, yes. yeah, and yeah. I think that the same underlying thing is the thing that makes it what it is, which is yeah. belonging, mm. love, you know, complete those arms wrapped around type yeah. aroha, that's exactly what you're saying, yeah. yeah. And fostering and adop- adoption, I imagine it's, that's the same kind of thing, you know. Someone has a place yeah. mm. that is safe and that gives them, hopefully, some of what they need. What is mm. the difference between adopting and fostering? We do fostering and not adoption. <laughs> <laughs> Adop- oh. No, adoption's obviously very, it's permanent. Yeah. It's yeah. Per- yeah, we are by no means permanent at all yeah. in fact we're very transitional and by very we mean we've had the current placement for 18 months <laughs> <laughs> so so There's the difference no short term with because yeah. we work directly through what used to be child youth mm. and family yeah. is now officially yeah Oranga tamariki yeah um ministry of vulnerable children which i, I don't like that last part but Oranga tamariki sounds sounds pretty Man, cool i'm impressed you could do the yeah, yeah, well, hey, I know, right? I know, I know. I killed all of them. 
<laughs> We're actually learning a little bit of Māori at the moment because our current placement is Māori. Yeah. So, and yeah, yeah we found too, a cool, a cool as a little app, free app. And so we're all which has which, So every morning she wakes up and we hear her calling from her bed. Bedroom. Oh, Daddy's got my maika, which is um, banana. banana. Yes. Exactly. Oh, not many people know that. I know, you right? Know why, bro? Why? What happened was the Māori word that has been used for banana is panana. Okay, ah. transliterations. So we've had to go back as ah. a people to like Rarotonga and Rapa Nui Easter Islands ah. and find the old because there were no bananas here, mate. The, yeah, the sure, of course. Oh, no, 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 no. Let's have a feed of bananas. bananas. No, because oh, they weren't no. here. They weren't here. Yeah. So they've gone back and and filled in instead of the transliterations. <laughs> They've got words like, I am so impressed. <laughs> <laughs> so you're um, saying that your current um, yes. placement, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously you've got to have privacy around, you know, the kids mm. that you have. So mm. do you use first names? Is that okay? Or do you sort of even stay away from that? Uh, we tend to, no, we don't no. use names. Okay. Um, we tend to talk about, we'll, 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 we often have little nicknames mm-hmm. because... Like all of our friends know we foster, and so we will talk about it on social media and the likes. So we often have nicknames that we can use in the public mm. forum, and that's um, probably not so much with this placement, but in a few of our previous placements, mm. um, there's been some pretty strong gang connections, um, and yeah, just you know just stu- stuff stuff that it. could turn pretty sour. Not yeah. not even for us necessarily, no. but for for these little people who are in a safe haven. And away from things that could become pretty, pretty nasty for them. So no, we don't. So um, um warm and fuzzy nicknames. Yeah, warm and fuzzy nicknames, <laughs> and yeah. I, we don't particularly have a, a nickname for this little one, do we? No, she's she's quite the madam, though. She's quite the madam. <laughs> little, little, little. She's a little missy. So you've had ten kids that have stayed with you. Yes. Now yes. with fostering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how many years is that over? Uh, I'm going to say eight. Oh, I'm going to say seven. <laughs> Our oldest is about to be seventeen. And yes. our first placement was um, Miss Eleven. Oh yes, true. Good. Which, which, who was a year older than mm. our oldest at that point? So mm. that's about seven. We're pretty slow and steady with the placements. Like a lot of people, you know, not churn through them, but you know, have quite a yeah, quite a high rate of turnover. Turnover. Um, and we just don't because our biggest thing is that when they come here. They're safe, obviously, and we encourage that. And then when they leave here, then that's it. The next stop is permanency, is forever. For that. Yep. Yep, for that. For I that don't baby. want exactly. for, for the, for the young little girls. One. Yeah, we just don't well, want them shuffling around. And, and so. part of that, part of our thinking behind that came from when we first looked to get into fostering. As a bit of a backstory, both Kat and I have foster siblings, and right. we and we have foster siblings that are still on the scene. So mm. I have a foster sister um, who's still fully part of the family, and we are involved with. Um, you have a foster brother mm. who is is um, fully part oh. of your family. Yeah. And so when we first started looking into fostering, um, one of the statistics that I read, I think it was an American statistic, but I figure it's probably reasonably transferable, was that <laughs> well, you know. By the age of 18, the average foster child had been in 20 different homes. Wow. Mm. And I thought about how many times I've shifted through my life, which is not that many, and how unsettling that can be just, yeah. to, mm. just to find your place again. And yeah. yet then we as, as society um, expect slash demand that these young people are fully functioning members of society. And mm. we've never given them the chance because they don't belong. 
They mm. haven't had somewhere that's settled, that's theirs. So we hold on extra long. Mm. Sometimes sometimes that becomes pretty tricky, yeah. eh? Yeah. Because the whole time you're fighting the system. Yeah. <laughs> and the system, it's... The systems aren't set to give life. Just systems aren't made. Like systems don't give life. People do that, you know? Mm. Systems give structure. Yeah. And structure can be great, but sometimes it can also be really constricting. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So, so we kind of work against yeah. the system trying to free up yeah, yeah, anyway yeah. and so we'll hold on longer your pathway forward. hoping that the yeah. last the, the move from us is their last yeah to, to their forever home and then they belong and, and we've got, got a pretty good down. track record like we of do. all the faces up there i think one is probably still not not fully settled no and I think that's pretty mm. good out of ten. That's like fantastic. the stats. Actually, on that. yeah, we can. It's a pass with merit. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> it is. Yes. You're right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's a pretty. It's we're we're not the usual foster yeah. parents. That's for sure. I think most people. I don't know. I don't. I, we just take it so seriously. I think. <laughs> Not seriously, yeah, isn't like it's a serious. But, job, but seriously, and this important. is a kid's I think life. Also, yeah, I think yeah. The, the important <laughs> the important flip side to that is we're also nothing special. No, that's true. Like we're just mm. us mm. and fighting for these little people, and mm. I think that becomes the, you know, like that's the we we might yeah we're not usual at anything really. We don't do anything by standard. I was raised by a pack of women. I'm a big, big hairy tattoo guy that cries at TV ads. You know, like yeah, there's yeah. nothing not that you it just none of it seems to cognitively work <laughs> yeah, yeah. to what you'd expect. And that's mm. we chalk and cheese between each mm. other, but we're also just it us. Works. What mm. What's happened with your other beautiful tamariki? I mean, how's how's that mm. dovetail through? Because potentially there's some dangers and mm-hmm. well, not dangers, mm. some risks. Sure. Yes. But potentially also there's this fact that they've been brought up. With this example of huge mm. compassion hey, sure, for sure. others, yeah, yes. yeah, it's a big, that's a big, that's a big thing. And our kids, mm. our natural-born kids, the ones we made together, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you like, we were first charged with them. Like that yes. was our, that's our first responsibility. Is as our, you know, we've got a, um, this is their home, and and mm. we have to. They never have to. They never. We want them never to question that. Mm. They always belong. Mm. Um, and we have lots of our friends, eh? They say, um, you know, oh, how do you say goodbye? How do your kids handle that? Well, why to do be you honest, put, yeah. they, why do you put our kids through the, kids the grief through process so mm. often? Yeah. yeah, and and our kids yeah. cry. Oh yeah, our kids feel yeah. it. Our kids yeah. hurt when they say goodbye to a little sister or a little brother, um, and because that's because our kids are so fully accepting and open to that whole thing. It's it it's invested, uh, right? yeah, yes. and and it is tough. Mm. But it's also um, very, very small sacrifice <laughs> to not have to see another news story like mm. we did for Nia Glassy or or the Kahui tw- twins. Oh, you know, like it's it's be. a pretty small sacrifice. And if that is the type of grief, if that is how they learn to process some grief, I'd rather that than than losing someone close forever. Well, that mm. in itself, processing grief is is uh, a huge tool. For sure. You know, when uh, you know yep. their resilience mm. for your children when they get uh, faced with the challenges of life. Mm. Yeah, well, yeah. they might have a few extra things in their kit there. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yes. you know? I'm Michael and I'm 16. I'm Carmel and I'm 13. I'm Joel and I'm 11. Right. Now back the other way. <laughs> no, just we'll start with the eldest. 
So you've seen more of this this fostering sort of happen in your house. Yeah. Uh, because you know, you've been sort of hanging around the place for a lot longer. <laughs> um, how does it make you feel? Is it is it is it the norm for you now? Yeah, it's pretty normal now. It is what it is. Comes with positives and negatives, I guess. What are the positives? Seeing the kids going to a proper home, seeing them in a proper home for the time being. Being um, your home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just being able to do things that a normal kid would do. And what's some of the hard things that comes with uh, it? Seeing them go. That's one of the hardest. How about for you? Um, I like it. It's pretty cool. Um, I like seeing all the little kids happy. I like um, showing my friends all the little kids because they love them. Yeah. Oh, okay, so this is something you sh- which sounds great and normal to me, but it's something you share with your friends? Yeah, my, and my friends love it. They love seeing all the little ones. And they ask you questions, how's so-and-so going? Yeah, they do. My friends, I think a couple of my friends asked how they were today. Now, you're the youngest, so I don't know. This might be harder on you because... Apparently, because I'm not the youngest, you meant to get, you know, most of the attention and yeah. and you get away with more, but you've got younger people coming through. So how is it for you? Uh, it's nice to have them, like, with us in our family. I is it hard sharing, though, sometimes? Yeah. I think he really gets to play the big brother role that oh, he doesn't okay. normally get to play. So he's great with all the little ones because he can show them how to do things and really share what he has as the younger one. You're very generous, you guys. You're very, <laughs> very generous. We've been talking with your parents, and you can tell that they're always thinking about you guys and about the kids that are coming into the home. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about your parents. What do you think of them, how they open up their um, home and your home and look out for you and also have so much love that they can get extra people in here? To be honest, they're the best best parents you can get like I know good friends that have good parents but they're the best and they're generous like they give their time and effort and energy just to make sure this one kid is like healthy and getting food and sleep all while taking care of us three and the dog Um, (laughs) yeah it's it makes us feel like we need to give more to them because we've got food, a uh, roof over our head, and they might not have had that. So we need to try to give back to them. How old are you, son? 16. Can I adopt you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if that's how it works. It? <laughs> You'd kept in contact with your own foster, you know, brother. Yes, and yes, yes. Yep. But, but when these kids leave your home, mm. do you get to keep any contact or do you have to actually just cut ties and let them get on and let them well, get settled? Great question. <laughs> great, great question. Right. Between drive-bys. Yeah. Very good question. You look a little sneaky. Yeah. <laughs> and I know sneaky. I'm, I'm about as sneaky as they get. Yeah. Um, that's a good question. It all depends on the circumstances of where they go afterwards. So um, quite a few have gone back to their birth mother, which is not which in usual itself is a, That's another, um, that's, a, that's a good thing. That's good, good. that's great. That's the ultimate. Yeah. If it can be yep. safe. Yeah. And if it can be, they can thrive, that's mm. the ultimate. But yeah. obviously then um, the birth mother, you know, doesn't see me as an ally usually. So mm. so we've had to work through some things. Um, I mean, Ideally, we would love to be in contact with all of them. Because Ultimately, that's not that would be my thing. That's not in no. our control. No, mm. um, but we're very fortunate to have um, 
just looking up there, there's about four of the ten placements we've had that we still have ongoing contact with. So um, one of of the little girls Mm. calls us... uh, Mummy Cat. Mummy Cat and Daddy Puppy. And Daddy Puppy. Because your name's Cat, obviously. (laughs) And my name's Jessie. But a cat cat (laughs) and and a dog, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure... And she tells people. Oh, she tells people. I, I, I recently just, I'm a musician, and I recently mm. just played at her, her school, school gala because she started school and she's smashing school, like, every, you know, just achieving and all these. It's fantastic. Yeah. And um, and I was I was playing at the school gala, and she was Proudly. very proudly proclaiming to everybody, oh, this is my daddy. That's my dad. That's my daddy. That's my, my dad. dad. Yeah, it's my dad. Yeah. Which is great. She, to, in her mind, she's got a couple of mums and a, a couple, couple of dads. dads. Mm. And, and that's fantastic. And so she comes, yeah. Right? right, perfect, and she comes and, and she's not wrong. No, no that's exactly. Right. She's lucky. Yeah, and yeah, and she yeah. comes and stays with us every now and then. Yeah, once gives a term. Her, gives yeah. her um, gives her new mum and dad a, a, a wee break, a breather. Yeah, and, which is um, great because I said it takes a village. Like you can't yeah, do this yeah. thing on your own. Absolutely. And um, and so we say that to all the ongoing families. You know, it's you know we're not here to to be against you. We're like totally yeah. for you, we want yeah. success, we want you to flourish. But, we, you know, some people choose to say yes and others say no. Yeah. And then we stalk them on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to say I, mean, I, no. do, I do not stalk them on Facebook. You may. Maybe, yeah. a little bit. <laughs> and we're, well, we've got another little girl who um, is now living in England, actually. Yes, eh? with her but, family, but we're, yeah. we're still her, we're her uncle, uncle and auntie. And, um, so, and that, that great. We only had her for a little while, yeah. eh? as a little bubba. She stole my heart like just like crazy. This last little girl, she's been with you so far for 18 months, mm-hmm. which is a long time. Mm. She's part of the family. Very long time. Um, but Jesse, you mentioned a bit earlier when we just first arrived that sometimes, you know, it, it's better not to be here too long. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about <laughs> why that is. Yeah, I think um, a lot of the children that come to us, it's the first time they've not been with their with their whanau. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's their, their first placement, if you like. Um, it sounds so clinical, uh, doesn't it? I know. I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, um, and it's a little bit like like if you think about this little lady that came to us. She was nine months nine when months. she came to yeah. us, and she's now been eighteen months. So she's starting to like discover all these things, and it's yeah. fantastic. Great. Yeah. However, um, she can't fully put her roots down. If no. you if you think about it, it's like she's a pot plant. You know, mm. she's she's she can, at the moment is getting shuffled around in a little pot. Mm. She's getting watered. She's getting sun. She's mm. getting shade. All the things a plant needs to live. But we know that plants can live forever in a pot plant if that's where we keep them. But it's also not, no. that's not how the plants live their best. They live best when they can let their roots mm. spread and really mm. take hold. And I think that that's the danger. Like mm. we're not. There's no need for them to n- needlessly bounce around places. Yes. Like that's that's just damaging. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Sometimes we, we need to move a bit quicker. Our, one of our things, and it often, it we'll get to a point where we're like, right, let's do the social worker's job. <laughs> let's tell them what what they need to do, what we here's need to be plan, looking for. Here's the you know. So here's we'll the often format. put forward the plans. And, the, and here's the why. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Often the why. And, yeah. you know, I, I, it's incredibly early days of Oranga Tamariki, mm-hmm. but I'm we're, we're desperately hopeful mm-hmm. that the changes that they're talking about and that the mm. the fact that they're talking about child first, really mm. child focused, genuinely, we're hoping that that comes to pass because that's the stuff that will make 
things move quicker. That's yeah. the stuff that will make the decisions really count. Because this, you know, I mean, every age is crucial. Yeah. But, you know, those first five years, whoo. Yeah, and she's right, right there. Right in it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And flourishing beautifully. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, holy moly. I mean, every yeah. day. I mean, and it's fantastic, but I just wish that she was doing it with... With that long term, yeah. With oh, that, that she was doing it with without without knowing there's gonna be another shift somewhere, yeah. and and you know the inevitable thing that flows on from that is people saying to us, "Well, why don't you keep her?" Yeah. Um, and and I we kind of that's not particularly our we don't see that as our role. That's not mm. what we feel like we've been. We feel like we're best to be the safe place mm. that then helps set up for forever. Yeah. yeah. Um, we've we've got our own arrows in our quiver. You know, we've got mm. our own arrows ready to shoot out into the world. But plus, there must be so many keepers. Exactly. You know, if you're going to start, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, and if you and if you no, keep, I mean, one, to, to be honest, yeah. if we if we were to keep one, it would essentially shut us off. Yes. To being able to do anything else for for a while, and yeah. we know mm. close friends and and people that can't have their own children, yeah. Mm. Yeah. and like who would desperately and happily <laughs> open their homes and and yeah. and take one of these little souls and and be everything they need. You know, we don't want to rob people of that yeah. either. We want yeah. to be part of that that working well and working mm. smoothly. You talk about this being a safe place, you know, like, mm. and, and you, you, you're giving so much. And sometimes we're talking about placements and it seems so, yeah. you know, removed, but you can tell by hearing the stories that there's so much love here and mm. that, you know, they're in, in great hands. Um, but this is a place that's in between. Yes. Mm. I mean, you're keeping them safe, but at the same time, do you let them know that this is an in-between place? What a great question. Um, definitely depends on age. And yeah, child. and I don't and even child. think yeah. this and current little one. She has no idea. I mean, we're mum no. and dad. And it know, also depends. And she screams down the hey sister, hi <laughs> to my daughter. You know, and I'm like, oh my word. She totally thinks she rules this house. Like, she's, oh, she does. She, and she yeah, bosses the dog around. Proud. She's got all the commands. Gets but into I mean, sit how do you even sit her down and have that? You can't, there's no yeah. conversation to have. And, and she's fully aware of her birth family. Like, you know, she's with Nan today for the afternoon, and we talk about her aunties and her uncles, and we talk about all her siblings by name all the time. Yeah, even for someone a bit older that has more understanding, you can't necessarily have that conversation. And you gotta, you got to realise, too, that... Even if they're a bit older, the understanding that they have is somewhat skewed, might not be yeah, the right yeah, word, yeah, yeah. but, but you know, there's a little boy that we had who had been roaming the neighbourhood asking people for food, mm. and when he couldn't find any, he was eating cardboard. Mm. So his understanding of an in-between place, mm. how do you, you just, you know, these are little minds struggling to yeah. to just put together. Small lenses put, too. Yeah, they yeah, have absolutely. And they're just putting together hour to hour. Maybe mm. not even that. They're putting yeah. together, you know, this meal to that meal. Mm. Or, that's mm. why you hope that when they get taken and put into another place, that they can come back and see you at least five yeah. times yeah. Yes. to get their little heads around yeah. Absolutely. what's happening. And yeah. we've had a one place oh, placement. Ugh, we need to find a better word. <laughs> one um, one little man that spent a good while with us. Um, we had an exceptional transition plan with. Mm. Now we will often. Oh, I'm bad. Cat, not so much. But I'll Cats. often I'll often bag social workers. You know, I say that. Most of them aren't social and none of them do work. So so then what are they? Uh, and that's probably a little unfair because nine out of ten of them are like that and then one out... No, that's... 
That's, that's a made-up statistic. Alternative facts. Shall we go to a commercial break? <laughs> <laughs> get us for our Milo. Yeah. Get us in trouble. Uh, I give them. A, I give them a bit of a hard time, yeah. mm-hmm. um, but we we also fight pretty hard with that system. However, there is one social worker in particular that regularly uh, restores our faith mm. in the potential within the system mm. and and you know shows us that it's not just about being under resourced and overworked mm. which which they are mm. um, or or having hands tied by red tape so this little man we had the transition plan that you and the social mm. worker came up with involved um, a really full um, you know, going back to mum actually, going for visits that involved you as well, Kat, and Mm. slowly sort of incrementally stepping that up until it was just an incredibly natural... We were co-parenting. That's what it became like, yeah. Yeah. And it was quite drawn out, and we were like, man, this is so drawn out. so drawn out, yeah. But the child, right, who... Who should come first. Was the winner all the day. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And didn't think anything of it that, you know, these two mums are in the same room and... Obviously, you know. And, you know, you've got to give credit to that mum. Oh, yes. For, yeah. yes. for, for letting you do oh. that. And, oh, man. And, and recognising, man, I'm going to learn a lot of stuff off, yeah. off this phone yeah. where yeah. my baby was. Didn't well, and, start well. And seeing no. now. But, you know, you just got to keep. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, initially the first contact was literally we were meeting at, a, you know, obviously a. A supervised location, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. safe for everybody. And I walked in, and she came down the hallway. She took one look at me, shook her head, and I went nah, and walked out. And I said to the social worker, "Oh, what a fail!" She's like, "No, no, that's no. a start." She's seen your face. She sees that you're not a witch. You know, you're yeah. a human. And the, next, and the next, I think the next time it was, you know, she was half. She came halfway down the hallway, and then couldn't couldn't cope you know? with seeing me. And before me. you know it, but but that's not <clears> enough <throat> for some people. Some people want a fix of a, by a flick of a switch, you know. Mm. They go like, "Well, come on, these people have these. They've got to get it together. Why don't they get it together now?" But that's not it, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. where's the where's the breathing room in that? Where's yeah. the grace? Where's the space? Yeah. You and know, the to that exactly. Right. No, and by the end, we exactly. could be in the same room. The child could play with his siblings, and I mean, we weren't having like deep and meaningfuls, but we were in the same room. Yeah. I just kept my mouth shut. You know, it's yeah, you not just, about just, filling the space either, and, and it's also not. It's not about you. It's not about oh, how you feel okay. in that scenario. If you feel uncomfortable, you feel uncomfortable. Yeah, that's, that's, your, that's your cross to bear. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's like, oh, I'm sorry if you're offended. I'm like, I'm not offended. Like, I'm not offended. The fact that she's even trying Can't to work to on this is yeah. winning. Yeah. yeah, we've got enough kids that haven't gone back to their mums. Yeah, yeah. But so, that and that yeah. in itself has a process and is mm. and is hard for us. Mm. It is always hard. We always start with the like, oh, <laughs> so angry at the families. Look what they've done to this young person. Yeah. Uh, and and then you kind of do the whole. You get into that whole like, gee, there but by the grace of God go I. I don't know whatever you know. Empathy, uh, imagine empathy, empathy. imagine if mm. if I were faced with these same set of mm. circumstances. Right. I think we forget sometimes too that hurting people hurt. Oh, and yeah. if you think of these little people that are in your home, say mm. they didn't get that chance, yeah. they're gonna grow up to potentially be that parent. Yeah, it can mm. just so, become a, a, a thing, can't it? A real cycle. Yeah. You you guys talked about a system and a framework. Yes. Mm. Well, a system and a framework doesn't understand compassion. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And those should be the forward Absolutely, that's, mm. yes. That's, yes. That's your turbocharger, man. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, you well, know... Uh, and because systems serve, right? Like, they, yeah. that helps us to... to um, they should help us to hit hit what we're aiming for, yeah. which is these children mm. having the best chance yeah. at a full, functioning, mm. lively, happy life. Yeah. Mm. Well, we've been looking at themes, and this Easter, you know, we think about 
redemption, mm. you know, and, and let's just start, start with sacrifice. I mean, mm. sacrifice, wow. you as a family, what you're sacrificing mm. to have these 10 little ones come and live mm. in your home. You know, and as you've talked about this, I've seen you guys, you know, the tears come and go. <laughs> and you can't see that in radio. You can tell that you really care. So you've made a huge sacrifice. And then redemption, you know, you talk about these little kids that come from all sorts of backgrounds mm. and homes and so many little things that they need to heal from. And so what an amazing part of the story here mm. in this home, in this safe place, in their journey to find that redemption. And then we talk about new life, mm. you know, new mm. beginnings. Wow. And here mm. you are, what an honor to, mm. to, to, to build these little ones up mm. Mm. and then to let go and to say, hey, you know, go and grow. Mm. Go and put your roots down and live mm. a full, full, healthy mm. life. Mm. I mean, it's really huge. So I'd love to know what Easter means to you mm. and those sorts of themes. Wow. That's a, we just, we've just got to dry our eyes up that <laughs> one. It's interesting just hearing you frame mm. it like that. Mm. And it is being and on. just with yes. those yeah <laughs> like just and just and just it's using correct. those mm. those Easter words, words if you like yes. just mm. shows you how incredibly visceral and real those words are in the day to day you don't think about the Easter story like that's not even something mm. but I guess at this time of the year it's nice to reflect and and the sacrifice I think is. I don't think we sacrifice anything. Like a lot of people think that we do, but I really don't think we do. But um, ugh, if I talk about the subject, I'll cry. <laughs> <laughs> do it. That's called, that's called passion. Oh. Yeah. Um, I think that the people that sacrifice the most in this whole scenario is our children, because obviously they have less of us. Yep. Um, and it's their home, and it's their childhood that's ultimately changed and I think it's changed for the better but I am um, I grew up with foster siblings and so I know what that's like and at the time it can be annoying but now it's like this um amazing testimony of my of my life you know um anyway oh calm down but um yeah I think the ultimate reason why we do this is for the new life like you said that was beautifully said is the new life for children and I think that um that's something that drives me yeah every single day actually is um is the best for them oh. I think if I can add to that even beyond that um the way something like fostering has tapped into the core message of who we are Mm. as a couple and as individuals and the way that's permeated through pretty much everything else we do in life yeah. you know i mean i i think of i read something not so long ago about um one of the people involved in the near glassy case and that they're out of jail mm. and i made the mistake of reading a couple of the comments on this online post and it just broke my heart the the hatred and and uh, and i mean i'm uh, you know that this that near glassy was the thing that that turned it for us it was the Mm. thing that um that made us go we can't sit and cry at another news story we have to do something we have to play our part in this redemption story Mm. what is it what do we do and that I, i can't help it happens very quickly now we we go oh and then you go 
that lady, that lady's living a life. She was involved in the, in the murder of this child, but she's still living a life. Where's her redemption? Where's her new life? And what's our part? And it like that doesn't sit cognitively, right? That doesn't work in the mm. brain because that's not what society teaches. It doesn't teach us to think that way. Mm. And the the revolutional idea, the turn it upside on its head message of Easter, mm-hmm. is that you know, like what sacrifice if it doesn't hurt? Uh, mm. What's redemption if it's not something that needs redeemed? And what is new life if it doesn't mean the old is gone? Like Jesse mentioned, I had interviewed him a couple of times and then met his wife a couple of times, but now I feel like I know them before I just met them. Were you there before we even started the interview? Were you there when I said what I said to him about his fighting? Yeah. You said you walked in and it felt like it was a place of real love and just had a... a, Beautiful vibe, eh? Or way to it. and, and once they started talking, I said, well, yeah, people make places all right. They're great couple, mm. great family. And I love how, as we were leaving, they mentioned that their ultimate dream one day when their kids are older yeah. and, and they've moved on is to have a boy's home. A teenage boy's yeah, home. Because yeah, because they're the ones wow. that people are nervous to work with. And yeah. they're the ones that get even more isolated. Can't be placed. Or, you know, difficult to place them. Yeah. But they were just an example. I could see them as we were talking and talking. They were just getting more and more charged, more and more passionate, more emotional. So it just proves that the more you give, the better off you are yourself because they're just rich, man. Mm. 